0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sport360 Talking Cricket Podcast on sport360.com, SoundCloud, and iTunes. I'm your host, Barney Reid, again, joined by Joy Chakravarti and Ajit Vijay Kumar. Hello, Boys. Barney, and hello, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> hello, Joy. <laughs> Ajit, you okay?
1: Yeah, enjoying my the famous. Uh, cardamom tea that we get in our office (laughs) (laughs) when you say famous (laughs) among us so it's like pretty famous in in our office (laughs) maybe in JLT as well
0: that's it maybe (laughs) but I'm loving the fact that you are having lots of kadak chai now a lot joy I mean the first time I was introduced to it was Paul Radley actually when he first covered cricket in Dubai at the he, stadium, he, he can drink tea by the gallons. Actually, he, absolutely, me and him get through a lot when we're at the cricket together. <laughs> fell in love with it. I thought it was absolutely amazing. And then obviously, when I went to India, it was just
1: chai everywhere, everywhere,
0: everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> it's my favourite now. I brought some back from India. I've not made any though yet. Yeah. I need some tips on it. You must invite us then, Bani. Kuma. Definitely, I got it from Darren Charles. That's it. <laughs> Other than chai, today we'll be talking about uh, the IPL's foreign stars. Um, both past and present, and also looking back on what ended up being the massively failed Champions League, um, and whether there's a future for it, or or what went wrong there, and is is there ever going to be a chance of it coming back. But first things first, I mean, we talked a few weeks ago about the Indian players of this year's tournament, the ones that stood out to us, and who'd been impressive, and largely it was the younger players for, for the foreigners, I mean, to put some focus on them today, it's not going to be younger players, is it, really? They don't, they're not the ones who you're going to fork out millions of rupees, or, sorry, crows and millions of dollars and dirhams to, to bring into your side. But just to start with this year, um, who is it that's been impressing you, Joy, if you want to start? I mean.
2: Uh, well, I mean, today I wrote a piece on Ben Stokes, yeah. and, and which, which is quite appropriate given what he did yesterday. In tomorrow's newspaper, for yeah. anyone who... Can you get it? Yes, it's in tomorrow's newspaper. So, uh, I mean, Ben Stokes was the focus of attention this year, isn't he? I mean, given the kind of money that he commanded in the auction, $2.16 million, uh, and the way Pune almost, you know, I mean, they just spent all their money on Ben Stokes, and he just stood up and delivered. Uh, So... I mean, obviously, Ben Stoke, because of what he has done over the past three, four games, he has, he has been very impressive. But, you know, I mean, there is a very clear trend that I notice uh, almost every year in, in IPL. And that does not bode very well for Indian cricket. Is that while, I mean, while there are batsmen like Chris Gale and David Warner who always do well, uh, the Indian batsmen tend to do much better... Then in the bowling list, I mean, if you see the stats, there are, they, if you see the top ten or top fifteen of the most runs scored, I mean, which, let's take that as the most basic stat. Uh, you will see that there's a lot of Indian batsmen in that list. But if you see the top fifteen or twenty wicket takers, there are not that many. I mean, although I must say that the situation has been improving uh, almost every year. But again, this year, I mean, I'm just looking at the. At the number of wicket takers the highest wicket takers there's obviously bhuvneshwar kumar who is leading then there is imran tahir then there is maclanigan then there is andrew tai then there is rashid khan mm. so the top five four of them are actually foreigners then there is sorry then there is chris morris so five out of six yeah. you know so that's a clear trend that is almost there in the ipl i mean you have the, some of the best batsmen are coming from india some of the best bowlers are not
0: yeah, Ajit, do you, do you agree with this? Has this been something that's happened from the start, from inception?
1: Uh, yes, and it's like um, India uh, were always uh, known for, as a batting uh, country and bowlers uh, were few in, uh, came few and far between. And uh, especially limited over uh, bowling, it is uh, such a special art. Um, it is just recently that uh, we have started to have bowlers who have pace. Variety and who basically command respect from the opposition. So you have Bhuvaneshwar Kumar guys like Split uh, uh, Bumrah, yeah. yeah. So uh, if, even uh, before that, there was uh, now Ravi Ashwin. Uh, before that, when when they, they knew uh, that they what plans you need uh, to have in in order to succeed in limited overs cricket, and they were successful as well. So it is just uh, recently uh, that uh, that we have started to see a good bunch of fast bowlers, as Mohammed Shami as well, uh, who started to uh, really make an impact. Because before that, if you look uh, look at India's uh, bowling stocks as as a, in general, forget format. So you had a Zahid Khan and a Harbhajan Singh, and then that was it. So will uh, uh, people would come in and uh, come in and walk out of teams without knowing what the situation wasn't that reflected in the IPL as well. That's why someone like a L- Lassit Malinga, uh, a, a Mumbai Indians uh, held on to him with their dear life because they didn't have Jasprit Jasprit Bumrah at, at the beginning. But now they have um, a Bumrah and they would uh, like him if. if if it pushed come to shove, they would hold on to bumrah and maybe not uh, malinka so that's a situation uh, which has emerged uh, it, it is uh, changing now uh, but yes uh, it's, uh, it's still a long uh, way away from uh, let's say a country like australia which produces fast bowlers like by by the bluzay they, mm. they have an absolute battery of uh, bowlers coming up uh, but it is improving um, looking at um, The international players uh, this uh, year, obviously, Ben Stokes was uh, uh, going to be in the limelight. Whether he'd succeeded or not, he was always going to attract the headlines. But uh, good for him that he has uh, uh, worked his way uh, through the initial stages and now. in the Im- Im- important part of the t- uh, tournament where you really need to deliver and when uh, teams either um, uh, uh, they establish themselves as player of contenders or they slide off that's when he has uh, delivered the goods and uh, his match winning performances um, three wicket haul, two wicket haul, and a century You know that's what you call an impact player he's performed with the ball and the bat and uh, I'm pretty sure uh, that he's uh, uh, provided a great um, return on investment for uh, for his franchises apart uh, apart from him uh, I would also say David Werner has been brilliant this year as well it was basically a one man show last year Yeah. Uh, and this year it's like uh, it's proving last year wasn't a fluke he's just as good, he's, he commands just as much respect, he has as much control of his team and he's he's just on the money all the time and to do it uh in two successive seasons while being a non-indian captain now that's that's a remarkable achievement
0: yeah and you say you say someone like warner i mean you do expect it from him really especially because he's done it last year and he was so impressive last year you expect him now to produce those kind of performances Has anyone this year so far from the from the foreign contingent surprised you in any way uh uh if i have to
2: say a surprise it would be Hashim Amla actually. Yeah. You know, I mean, Hashim has is no longer the kind of you know just a test match cricketer. I mean, he he has developed a vast array of shots, uh, strokes all around the wicket. He he can score at a fast clip, but but he was still a revelation. I mean, in T20, I mean, you really did not expect a Hashim Amla to make such an impact for for Kings Eleven Punjab as he did. So I would say. He was uh, he was really one of the surprise
0: packages for me this year. And I mean, when when it comes to, to foreign players, what you say about the ones who have been brought in as like captains, so Steve Smith and you know, said Warner, it's, it's, it's a bit different. It's, it's completely different sort of to the mould that you sort of, and, and the stereotype and the type A that would yeah. be in an IPL side. But they are expected not just to perform, are they on the pitch? There's a lot more with it. There's sponsorship. There's fans and bringing people into the stadium. Is there anyone who you can think from the IPL era? For me, someone like Glenn Maxwell stands out, just for the way that he's embraced the tournament completely. Someone like A.B. de Villiers as well. Do these players, is there, is there anyone else as well who really stands out for you that brings much more than just their batting and bowling displays? Uh, Before he answers, go uh, on, go I'll, on, I'll, Joe, I'll give my, my, my one bit on that. <laughs> go
2: on. That would be Brendan McCullum for me. Yeah? And I don't know who you think
1: about that. Uh, I'm just looking at uh, what's special about uh, IPL and um, a player who stands out for me, who just uh, provides a different narrative. Again, I would go to Warner because uh, IPL was, uh, if if you can say a player which the IPL gave to to the world, If, if, if you can say that. Uh, I would put Warner in that category Not because of his exploits in limited overs But how he developed his game As a test player Let's uh, uh, We should all remember that it was With the Delhi Daredevils with, uh, the Seva, Where in the Sehwag Sehwag told Warner That you can be a much better Test batsman And at that point he, was, he wasn't even in first class cricket at that point, uh, that's when he uh, got to basically know, uh, know of his power. Uh, he was introduced to his power supply, if, if we may say so. And he's just gone out from there. Obviously, Australia's domestic uh, uh, cricket uh, uh, needs, to, needs to be given a uh, big chunk of that credit. But even IPL, would uh, uh, I would give IPL some credit as well because it provides that uh, platform where someone like Savag and uh, Warner could uh, interact so closely and um, uh, he developed into uh, such a talent um, so yeah he he basically encompass he is just uh, a great advertisement for um, uh, what the tournament uh, has been and what it can be uh, and uh, yeah it has been uh, it has been a great uh, a great platform for a lot of players to uh, to raise their game to the next level someone like Shane Watson as well. Who yeah. truly, uh, I would say, uh, became a lot more confident uh, uh, of his game at a time when it was not. When uh, his relation uh, with the Australian board was not that good. So I would say IPL um, gave him that lifeline. Uh, yeah. So so those are the two names that stand out for me. We were saying the other
0: day on one of the Facebook Live pieces this the short termism of of T20 cricket and. What a difference a year will make from here to the next auction. I mean, people are, are, are hot or cold, aren't they, at that point in time, and that will yeah. make owners decide whether they're going to sign people or not. Once people go back into that pool, but some of these players, you look at someone like Lasith Malinga and Chris Gale, the the longevity that they've had is stands out, doesn't it? When you look at the IPL, uh, definitely. I mean,
2: I mean, they, they, at least these two guys, and and for example, somebody like. Brendan McCallum, who has yeah. actually retired for almost two years now. Uh, they, 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 ha- they don't just have the reputation, you know. I mean, they have delivered year after year. I mean, this was really a very, you know, I mean, a poor year in terms of their past performances for both uh, Lasset, Lasset still, I mean, in the last two, three matches, I think he has performed yeah. really well. But for someone like Chris Gale, it has been a very poor year by his by his standard. But, you know, I mean, the thing is that they bring so much to the team. I mean, for example, Lasit Malinga, if he can just start nailing his Yorkers, uh, I mean, he can do it at will. He can bowl six different Yorkers in in an over. And Chris Gale can hit six different sixes in an over. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, th- there are certain players with whom, you know, I mean... For for Chris Gale, I mean even next year, I mean when, when when all the players go back into the auction pool, I don't think he has any kind of you know, I mean he should he will not be worried. I mean he might not pick up that much amount what he's getting right now. But but he will definitely I mean any team would love to have him in, in the side. And Lasith Malinga again, if he's fit, I'm I'm sure he will still be there. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's not just the reputation is one part but they have performed year after year
0: so you know they're just reaping their words yeah and Ajit with some of those names would you rank them as some of the best foreign players who have come into this league
1: uh, yes you look at uh, the overall record of uh, IPL are you going to crunch some numbers for us oh yes I, I, Here we go. I have a big list in front of <laughs> so yeah so among foreign players Chris Gale has um, like the uh, second highest uh, run scorer in IPL uh, someone like uh, Malinga who's the leading wicket taker. Now, the, uh, the thing is, we should remember these are players who basically, uh, which I, I don't know whether I can uh, use the word, but they uh, that word, but they probably toyed with their international career just to make sure that they are available. Uh, with IPL. Now, uh, someone like a uh, Chris Gale um we we, uh, we know of uh, the relation the breakdown of the relationship with uh, the Western indies cricket board mm. uh malinga it wasn't um, um, as such an acrimonious uh, relation with the uh, sri lanka board but yes uh, uh, everyone saw that uh, they gave uh, a lot of preference to the ipl contracts and uh, they took strategic calls on their international career to make sure that uh, they are available um, almost every season And uh, you can see the results, that's why they are that much, uh, they are sought sought after because unlike a lot of other players uh, who might be much better than them, uh, but they they are not available throughout uh, the tournament and every IPL. So until recently, that's why England players were uh, almost never seen uh, in the tournament. It's only recently that they have uh, come come around to the idea of uh, the, uh, the benefits of IPL. But these names, they have been there throughout, and therefore, tooth and nail to be here. So that that's one thing uh, which sets them apart from a lot of other uh, uh, players when it comes to uh, the league. Yeah, uh, we can say that probably for cricket, the health of cricket, for international cricket, that might not have been the best. But here, here we are just discussing the how good, val and valuable they have been yeah. to uh, the tournament. And let's not forget, uh, they are, they are, they are not here on vacation. They 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 the pressure is on them uh, they are seen as mentors so uh, someone like kamalinga uh, he would be passing on a lot of tips to the sprint Boomerang. there would, there would be a lot of batsmen in the bangalore uh, team who would be taking tips from uh, chris gale and how to prepare and uh, what to expect how to bite uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, i oh my god i hope not i hope not <laughs> so uh, yeah so so they have played a huge role and that's why uh, you see, if you think of IPL, those are still the names that uh, um, uh, they come to your mind, even though, even if the re- most recent performers have been someone like a Ben Stokes, uh, but if you look at tournament in, in a whole, as a whole, so it's like Chris Kale like and McCallum and Malinga, uh, because they have been there day in, day out, from the first day to the last, uh, um, barring a few injuries here or there.
0: And when you see foreign players drafted into auctions and into franchises, what is it that you look out for to follow? Because, I mean, for, from my perspective, I'll follow England players and always have an interest in how they do and always watch their games and with, with probably a bit more interest in it. I mean, the first tournament, I mean, when Rajasthan Royals were part of the Hampshire cricket sort of franchise when Shane Warne was captaining them and Dimitri Mascarenas was brought in. He didn't play in that first year but then played again the second year. I mean that That for me was me hook line, and sinker for for the rest of the i p l from then on it's yeah i'm going to watch Dimi, because he's one of my favorite crocketers ever, so i 'll always go and watch them but for for you guys especially i mean you, you'll take a would you take a greater interest in the Indian players or do you look at the foreign players as well i mean how how does it balance in in, in your mind uh,
2: i mean for me uh I would say it is the performance of the Indian players that matter a little bit more if if i have to really put a statistical yeah. a number to it a percentage to it i would say i'd favor the performances of the indian players how they are doing about say 60% to 40% of uh, uh, the 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 foreign players yeah you know i mean and that's just because it is the indian premier league i am an indian the the thought that it it can do something good to indian cricket is uh you know i mean is more prevalent in my mind yeah but uh, but if you know i mean the the excitement the exciting bit of it when the auction starts and you know it is the foreign players as to who will who will get whom and and since uh, we are international cricket writers we We've been following i mean it, this is just talking as a journalist, yeah, I mean, yeah. we've been following the exploits of these players it It is always interesting that I mean, you know i mean this i p l auction was so interesting because of Ben Stokes and Timal mills, and those were two players on whom I mean we were all very focused on as to how they will do i mean and it, it was great that they went for. I mean, you know, I mean, it, the the franchises pick them up for whatever amount of money. But even if they had not been paid that much amount of money, there would have been a lot of interest because these two players are just outstanding cricketers, you know. So obviously, I mean, their past performances count a lot uh, as far as the as the foreign cricketers are concerned. Yeah. But but you know, I mean, I, I I'd really be more interested in how somebody like you know a uh, uh, well, Rashid Khan was another very good example for foreign cricketer this year. Where, you know, I mean, the moment he was in that auction pool, there was a lot of interest as to how, what what he will get, what he will do. Yeah. And, yeah, but, but, but I mean, for me, somebody like a Sanju Samson, who has been such a, you know, I mean, like a, a potential star of the future, him batting so well and doing so well in this IPL, that that gives a lot of, you know, excitement and joy.
0: Yeah, it gives it, it's, it's obviously very different for us when you think of it as a, as a journalistic perspective because you'll always toe the middle line, won't you? There's no, no preferences, you can't sway one way or the other but there is deep deep rooted in us, yeah. we're fans as well, aren't we? I mean that's just why we do this job. Th- that's I mean, why we are in this job I Exactly, suppose. exactly. <laughs> but those, as you said Joy, some of the things that get thrown up into all of it, someone like Rashid Khan, Mohammed now because of the associates in the world we're in, and then Shirak Zuri, I mean yeah. obviously the amount of courage that we've Given to that, and all of us are just mm. hoping and praying that he gets really a good. game, and, and we get to watch him on the telly. Cause it'd be an incredible thing. Yeah. And Ajit is it is it the same for you? Do you see it like that? There's a, you My, know, there's, there's there is yeah. always, isn't there, one yeah. perspective as as a fan and the other as a journalist. And so in amongst me, that, there's quite a lot of
1: feeling. So for me, I uh, basically uh, uh, keep an eye out on two things. A uh, the domestic players who have, uh, Indian players who have been doing uh, well for let's say one or a uh, couple of seasons, um, as things have turned out, uh, uh, IPL has become the uh, final audition for them. So, a you know yes this is a good player uh, he he's, uh, he, uh, he as from a journalist point of view you know that uh, he has something special going on for him, but then you want to see whether he can uh, deliver in the IPL even though. Uh, it 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 might turn out that he is a better test player <clears> or <throat> or sorry <clears throat> One-day player than a T20 player, but um, as things stand, they they ultimately have to uh, perform here. If you look at someone like uh, Umesha, Yadav, and uh, so he, he played for such a long time. Ultimately, has proven to be a very good uh, test match bowler, but it was in during the IPL that he um, uh, season after season, with Delhi there He ultimately showed that yes, he can uh, bowl quick for a, for nearly two months and sustain his fitness, and that's how he got into uh, got a break. Uh, So yeah, uh, yes, I keep an eye out uh, for Indian uh, domestic talent uh, and what they do here. And secondly, uh, I uh, look out for narratives when it comes to international players. Uh, This year it was about uh, the relationship between the Indian and Australian players because it it had become very ugly right before the IPL. Mm -hmm. uh, It had become so so personal and uh, um, uh, players were... uh, taking each other apart or in press conferences and uh, um, uh, videos videos and it got uh, pretty much out of hand and what was funny was right before uh, uh, the tournament start uh, started uh, um, everyone kissed and made up and uh, uh, it was as if nothing had ever happened and then you saw someone like steven smith uh, who's made uh, captain of uh, pune and uh, ms dhoni basically been uh, demoted and uh, the owners they, they um, went out of the way to uh, convey to the public that Dhoni was basically kicked out and uh, Steven Smith was put in and then after the first few games uh, the owners they start, uh, started to tweet messages about uh, uh, sorry tweet stats about um, uh, the strike rates of Steven Smith and Dhoni and the impact that they had so that basically formed an amazing narrative for me which uh, for, for this year again with Ben Stokes and Mills, so this is like for first time big money England players um, are coming in and how IPL is now be, uh, conquering if I, mit- I might use that word new territories when it comes to prime international uh, players uh, how that turns out uh, uh, what differences it will make uh, to to their uh, national uh, commitments, uh, whether they will be available uh, for that tournament. All these things, uh, these are the things that I like to follow. Now, let's say at England. Play, uh, look at Indian England team. Uh, some of them have already uh, gone back to uh, and join England camp. Uh, Stokes will be here for uh, some more time. Then they'll uh, be with England for training ahead of the champion, uh, champions trophy again how does that affect uh, england team uh, uh, looking at the success of ipl uh, england cricket board has pr- uh, proposed a new t20 league so these are the narratives uh, which um, uh, really uh, keep my interest going and mm-hmm. that's that's why i um, that's what i look at when i'm uh, watching a game not just the fours and sixes hit and what sort of a slower ball is being used whether it's a knuckle ball from uh, aj tai yeah, that's well and good, but uh, the, there's a larger narrative here. Uh, there's a lot going on, um, and uh, because a lot of these things have long-term implications when it comes to the health of the health of the game, uh, future of Test cricket. So those are things which I um, like to keep in mind.
0: It's the news editor in him, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. But I know one of the things that also gets you, G, is. Um, the talk of people who, amongst, as you said, like the domestic scene, who haven't seen players <laughs> yeah. for a while, yeah. and then they see him in the eye All well, oh, this was guy's he? good, is a he? Oh, he does was guy. Guy. <laughs> he, was just, he
1: was just taking 40 wickets in nine years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he was doing that. <laughs>
0: uh, but I mean, if, looking back at that first tournament, I said about Dimitri Mascarenhas earlier on, but there was also, obviously, one nation that was heavily involved in that first tournament with foreign players, and that was Pakistan. Mm-hmm. And since then, I mean, if, just before that, I've just got a list here of the players involved in that. I mean, Shobh Akhtar, Shobh Malik, Shaida Freeda, Yunus Khan, Habib Asif, Kamen Akmal, Umar Gul. There's some big names on that list. Um, and who will forget Sohail Tanvir's six for fourteen? Exactly, and it, in, still, still the best figure
2: in IPL, isn't
0: it? And that season was it that first season with Red Stan where he was absolutely superb throughout. I mean, you you look at that. Now I and mean obviously, a lot's happened since then. The, the 2008 attacks in Mumbai pretty much put pay to mm. Pakistan, it, Pakistan players taking part in the IPL. Has that has that hurt the league? Do you think having not having Pakistan players there?
2: Uh, I really don't think so. You know, I mean, it's always good to have cricketers from all parts of the world as part of the IPL, but. I mean, for example, take the English cricketers. I mean, most of them were actually, anybody would have been willing to come to and play for two months for that kind of money. But there was also the involvement of the English Cricket Board which said that, you know, I mean, which did not give explicit permission to players to go out and play in India for those that period of two months. I mean, whether it is because of their playing window or whatever. The thing is that, what we cannot forget and, and as much as, you know, if I, I, I'd like to take the idealistic position and say that despite whatever is happening between the two countries, you know, cricket should be above all that and, you know, players should play in it. It is not possible. I mean, you know, when when there is so much tension going on between the two countries, it is very difficult for the IPL, I mean, the organisers, and it is it is not, you know... It is not a government owned organization or government. Government does a lot of work. I mean, they, they give a lot of security and things like that. But, you know, I mean, it is, it is really impossible if there's a mob who just, you know, turns up and takes up the page or when, when the matches are not going on and just in protest. See, I mean, if, it, if, if a match is at Bankade and two days before that, when there are just five security guys at Bankade Stadium. And and a mob of 30-40 people, just crazy guys. I mean, you know, I mean how they are as a mob. They can just go in and dig up the pitch. That just sullies the entire. You know, I mean that just spoils the entire tournament as such. So, as much as I would love to have, you know, some of the Pakistan players. I mean, I, I, the T Twenty players of of maybe this current lot, uh, I may not have. Many favorite, but but I I've, I've I've had many Pakistani players whom I would have loved to see mm. taking part in you know in the IPL. Shoy Bhakta was one, uh, that kind of fast bowling. Uh, if 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 I had if if I could just you know trans transport or trans, trans what do they say? From the from the past and bring it back to the future kind of thing. I would love to have a Javed Miadad, even though I mean, he is still he is like for for whatever reasons. There's javed Miadad is like uh, you know I mean a no figure in India now because of his other connections. But uh, but I would love
0: to see him play uh, IPL match. I mean he would have been fantastic. Uh, is is it something that you could ever see? Changing, or is this because as Joy says, the, the the political tension isn't going away anytime soon, is it? I mean,
1: I don't think uh, it's uh, going to happen anytime soon because uh, forget IPL. Uh, I don't know how uh, India and Pakistan will play any bilateral series of any nature. Uh, we'll have to uh, make our peace with it, and uh, uh, we have to accept the fact for the foreseeable future India and Pakistan will. Uh, feature only in uh, icc sanctioned tournaments and uh, uh, ipl it uh, just just to give you a perspective that uh, the security apparatus where uh, that is required for a tournament like uh, ipl alone it is so immense it is so vast teams so many international players uh, traveling all over india um, all of them staying at hotels where other guests are also there and um, uh, given that um, uh, india all has is a constant vigil when it comes to security uh, without pakistan players involved once you have pakistani players also there it it just goes to a whole new level you have, you need to provide such a huge security detail just for pakistan players and they can not even go anywhere near mumbai where basically they are not allowed uh, allowed so that that's just never going to work out and um, the BCCI, even if it uh, ha- has a lot of uh, political power, uh, with the government of India, there's no way on earth they are <coughs> ever going to convince at, at least for the for quite some time now that uh, higher Pakistan players, uh, should be given a chance because uh, the atmosphere that has been created uh, in India is like uh, when, uh, that. Uh, why, should, why would should you allow? Pakistani artists or cricketers or anyone to make any sort of a living in india and there shouldn't be any entertainment when it comes to uh, indians and pakistanis on indians so that's basically uh, unfortunately uh, the uh, the scenario right now and uh, even if that's not the official line um, that's a very strong sentiment which is uh, held by many uh, even though they may... I wouldn't say, say
2: majority, majority but, but quite a significant, significant yeah. amount. Signific-
1: uh, significant enough uh, that it cannot okay. be ignored. It yeah. cannot, so uh, that's the way it is and uh, I don't see... That happening so personally, I don't uh, think on those at uh, lines at all because we have seen so many uh, instances where the, it has been said that India and Pakistan are going to play some international series here for 2015, 2016, uh, and uh, um, there will be a um, test series, one day series. We heard all sorts of things, and there uh, nothing nothing happened, and uh, yeah, that's it. So. I don't see that happening, and it, I would be hoping at least if we start with international cricket first, then we can maybe uh, talk about IPL at a later date, but I don't think so. we have even taken the first step towards that direction. Yeah, you know, political willpower
2: is the first thing. I mean, if, if the leaders of the two countries start talking to each other and, and they, they promote it, I mean, there is no political willpower, uh, or rather, I mean, it is... There's a sad situation that the politic the parties or, or you know the heads of states and and people in power in both the countries, they try to blame each other for everything that is going wrong in the two countries. So, you know, unless and until that that situation improves and there is a political willpower that, you know, we have to go ahead with these kind of cultural and sporting exchanges and
0: the the I mean it has to come from the very highest level, what was so different about things pre the Mumbai attacks mm. in two thousand and eight that that meant that Pakistan players could be a part of the i p r what was what was so different then it, it It was just you know i mean the mindset of people i suppose
2: i mean that was that the the Mumbai attacks were so horrific in nature mm. where and and whatever. Has come out in the Indian media or whatever has has been told and found out is that it was all if if planned in Pakistan. You know, I mean, if, if not by the Pakistan government or whatever, but that that group that operates was from Pakistan. The that boat which came out was from Pakistan. So even if you know, I mean, there 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 were many people who were uh, you know. The Times of India, which is the biggest newspaper in in India, yeah. was is is right next to the railway station, which was which was which saw about 40 odd people killed, and you know there were journalists who were scurrying around. So I mean, they people like that who have been touched by the incident, uh, so many lives lost, it is very difficult for them not to form an opinion. Uh, that everything has started or has been instigated from that part of the world yeah so and and when yeah. you have even that kind of sentiments which start, uh, the political parties are definitely going to
0: take advantage of it, and that that is what has been happening yeah, and it 's stemmed from there, hasn 't it and, and unfortunately it 's not the only thing we 're going to bring up about those terrible attacks in, in Mumbai because it, it also links in with our sort of second topic in the, in the Champions League T20 which was envisioned and created that same year 2008 mm. I mean it was the South Africa, Australia and India, India boards yeah, sorry, <laughs> who came up with the idea after after the success of that first season of the IPL the ECB later came on board um, but then the first of many problems thrown up was the, the players from England the, associated with the Rebel Indian Cricket League and they were going to be banned and teams were going to be removed and someone else brought in. And then obviously, the as we said, the, the terrible attacks in Mumbai saw 164 people, I think it was, killed. Um, pushed the whole thing back another year. So much had been invested in that tournament ahead of that, ahead of everything that had gone on for that year of... Preamble, I suppose, and the, the build-up to actually getting the event off the ground. Um, and after six editions, it went out with a with a whimper. Yeah. To, to be frank, it was met with poor audiences. People just didn't really buy into it. Yeah. There were scheduling problems. You uh, if you if you look back at that that time when they obviously brought this in and the idea was that it was going to be the IPL but it's also going to be then the equivalent of, of say European Football's Champions League and as the most successful example I suppose of, of pitting different continents yeah. and different countries' best teams against each other. Did, did you ever think when it started out that it would be a success?
1: Um, I wasn't sure but I, I didn't think it would be such a huge failure because mm. uh, I covered a i covered the uh, first uh, champions league season which was uh, held in india and there were like very very poor uh, um, audience reception there and basically i uh, got to know that uh, whichever fan you talk to they are basically only interested there in in, in their teams so if if it was held in uh, India. Then they were they were only interested when a Chennai Super Kings or a Mumbai Indians was playing. Yeah. And the tournament was only be held in India and South Africa. So when it went to South Africa, some of the South African uh, games obviously they were well attended. Uh, when whenever an Indian team travels, you will get decent audiences. But though um, so by by the third season, it was pretty clear that uh, uh, only um, in uh, Indian IPL franchises will draw in the crowds and also the TV viewership. And uh, even uh, some someone like Trina, some teams like uh, Trinidad and Tobago and Havel Lions, uh, how how super good they are, they, they don't make for great uh, Indian television material. Um, that's that's where the miscalculation came uh, from. ESPN, uh, they uh, they invested nearly one billion dollars uh, after missing out on the IPL rights. So they thought probably this is the next big thing. And uh, we had to get uh, get hold of it. And um, while IPL got it right because it was all done uh, within uh, it, at that period when there was not much international cricket going on, and they got the best players at one place, and it created a, a, a just a whole new a whole new format, whole, a whole new package. It was something totally new. Um, uh, the miscalculation that was done was uh, it. Uh, T20 league that it hadn't established in each and every uh, country from where they were taking teams so unless you have a, st- a strong uh, league, uh, T20 leagues in those respective countries only then can you uh, take it uh, to a European Champions League level where there is so much interest um, about uh, regarding the fate of your team and uh, there is a dedicated uh, following and only then can you expect to for, for someone, something like a Champions League T20 to really take off because let's uh, let's not forget that 2008 IPR had just started it was this new crazy thing mm. but people didn't know what it what was going to happen uh, the, the, uh, the big bash wasn't as big as it is uh, right now so you know, it, it wasn't established as such so the only only uh, entities that were really interested were the teams themselves who made it to the tournament because they were insured. they were insured money the prize money was 6 million dollars which is like crazy amount of money It's a lot of money so they were, they were in it just for the money uh, to participate to win because that was like an additional sum that they would get at the um, end of their uh, uh, end of their t20 season if they did well in the domestic leagues and they had this extra bit of cash which they could reinvest for, for themselves So that's all they were looking at and that's when, uh, that's why when, by by 2014, when uh, things were very difficult, no other uh, country was willing to (coughs) uh, basically host uh, the tournament and even the uh, broadcasters, they they, they started to incur huge losses, their returns were nowhere close to being uh, as good, Uh, they struggled to get um, title sponsors. And uh, it, it just got from uh, went from bad to worse. If the scales hadn't been so uh, big, if uh, that much money hadn't been invested in the first place, maybe it could have been sustained. And by now, uh, if you look at uh, uh, this new proposal of a mini IPL the, which is doing the rounds and that could have uh, filled the gap because it was it was being held during that period of the year where uh, where the uh, IPL is now looking to cash in yeah. so it could have sustained itself it could have probably uh changed in its format where there are more IPL teams and less teams let's say from New Zealand or West Indies or that's done on a rotation basis that could have been worked out but just the fact that nearly one billion dollars was promised, not totally invested, but was uh, promised for it. it. just was never going to sustain itself once uh, the numbers started to come in. And why people might think, you know, why you're
0: bringing up the, the Champions League tournament, which has been defunct for two years, but it's, it's one of the things you, you touch upon there, is that this, up until 2015, when it was, I think, then the BCCI Secretary Anurag Thakur had said that, you know, enough's enough we're halas, we're wiping our hands yeah. of it it's done it's lived its life it's died its death yeah. but even in those two years since then the landscape of T20 cricket has become more established yeah. the, the the leagues the IPL has obviously been the one that set the trends and it's been established for, for, for 10 years now but the other leagues are starting to catch up the big bash is having enormous success and it's starting to get a little bit of a following do you feel like they 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 ran before they could walk and you know they they should have waited a lot uh, before bringing this in because they they tried to globalize it without having a global audience exactly Th- that that's
2: a, that's that's an excellent point and and maybe you know as as Arith also referred to that 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 can be one of the reasons because you know i mean even now although england has a t20 tournament it is not the kind of uh, league that, that that normally one envisages with a t20 tournament you know but the, but 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 the thing is that i mean if you just compare it with again with the champions league and with football the fact is that i mean even though this was supposed to be champions league football like champions league yeah. or for t20 for cricket you know just look at football a Lionel Messi or a Cristiano Ronaldo, they are more than uh, an Argentine player or more than a Portuguese player, which they become almost once in four years. They are from FC Barcelona, they are from Real Madrid. That's not the case with T20 cricket at the moment. I mean, Chris Gale has played for almost every franchisee, or, or rather every T20 league in the world. One of the problems, which was very interesting, which came up during when 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 the Champions League was held in South Africa, was who gets the right to have if if RCB was there and Natal uh, whichever team uh, AB plays for in in South Africa if they are also in that tournament how do you how do you then give the Indian franchise owners the right to have him ahead of his own home country's uh, team. So those kind of things were obviously, I mean, one of the stumbling blocks, but, but those were minor. The thing is that with cricket, I mean, it is, we are more, you know, interested in what England is doing, what uh, what India are doing, what Pakistan are doing as a nation. That is not the case with football. I mean, with football, um, Bani, you, you, you think of it i mean most of the my english friends that i have they really don't you know even know the schedule of the england football team they but they will know each and everything about their own club they know everything about manchester united they would know everything about you know uh, chelsea or who plays where who scored at what minute that's the
0: kind of bond they have with clubs that's not the case in cricket as yet it's so true. Um, I will always be a Southampton fan ahead of a, mm. an England fan, and when it comes to cricket, I'll be an England fan rather than a Hampshire fan. Mm. It, it, you know, I'll always follow both, but you do yeah. have priorities, don't you? And, and the, the the way cricket is set up, it, you almost have your Champions League mm. in the World T Twenty yeah. without the sort yeah. of the dynamics of having different different mm. players from different countries, but. That is the equivalent, really, isn't it? I mean, that's the thing that you'd look forward to as sort of the, the bigger, the bigger scheme of things as a T Twenty tournament.
1: Now, uh, now let's look at number of tournaments that are cropping up. Now we have a well-established Caribbean Premier League as well, and uh, England are launching the separate. Uh, let's not forget separate T Twenty. Eventually. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> that, that they're planning for twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Yeah so you have big bash then you have uh, the ipl so then, PSL. You, then, uh, PSL, yeah. then PSL. you have the then bangladesh. you have the uh, uh, caribbean premier league you have bangladesh premier league so it just keeps going on and on one after the other and then even if in an ideal scenario um a set a setup is made for champions league twenty t20 when would it be played then how, how would you uh, where would you, where would you play it how many teams would there be in it uh, would it be uh, like in uh, 2011, where an additional Indian uh, IPL side was brought in just to ensure that there were a decent uh, audience numbers? Mm. That's never going to work. You cannot trade uh, teams from uh, West Indies uh, and New Zealand like that just because they are a smaller nation. Probably they are a, they are better uh, and more balanced teams because they are local players and they they have a proper setup and. Uh, it, it, the, uh, you cannot treat uh, teams and tournaments just like that. It takes away from the premise as well, yeah, doesn't yeah, so it? I mean, you're, what's you're the not, point of it? What's you're just watching
0: point? another IPL. Yeah, so, so <laughs> We've got the... one of them. Yeah. It works.
1: So, <laughs> so what's the point of, uh, of it all then? Probably, um, even if, let's say, uh, just hypothetically speaking, uh, Champions League uh, T20, then it would, have to be, it would have to be a very short tournament. Very few teams, maybe one from each country and it would be uh, basically a knockout which that's that's what I think maybe that could work but I don't know whether teams would invest uh, any amount uh, in such a short tournament Uh, I don't know because the first experiment uh, it failed miserably Mm. and after that you have a lot of countries there just trying to ensure that their T22 league Uh, Becomes as big and as successful As possible and complements their National uh, team I don't know whether something like uh, uh, Champions League T20 uh, Fits into all of it Because as you are told now World T20 has become such an amazing product they are thinking of having it every 2 years yeah. so you will have uh, Champions Trophy and uh, you will have World T20 and you will have the World Cup as well every uh, you know, 4 years so it's like where do you fit all of it and would you even remember if someone uh, wins the Champions League T20 um, I don't think so people would really care at that one because let's admit it uh, there is only that much cricket which can, uh, a fan can take and it's reaching to saturation levels across formats now. So um, people players are, are, are being forced to pick and choose between tournaments, leagues, formats, so I don't know how this will fit into it. It could, could have happened if it had sustained itself uh, if uh, the finances hadn't been, had been uh, so bad, I am pretty sure it would, have, it would have sustained itself. They would have played it in some format. At the other some teams might have dropped off, but still, if it's on television, people some people would have watched it. Obviously, not at the levels of IPL or even a Big Bash. Yeah. But still, it would have been decent enough to uh, to not uh, to just just keep going on for the next year
0: if it had been if the money had been right yeah, it would still yeah. be with us wouldn't it it's yeah. so as simple as that when it yeah. comes to sport and, and business I mean the, I think the, the only way you could really work with it is as you said is either a really shortened window or whether you maybe stretch it over a year like the Asian Champions League out here in football would be, and then you take it to different different continents and different weather essentially there are yeah. different seasons around the world and squeeze it in and try and get more exposure around the IPL Big Bash and then host a couple of games but generally it's is it, can, can you ever see it returning? It, it's, it's, it's a good concept. I actually. think the concept and the premise is, yeah, is, is, is good, but... It, it will require
2: a lot of... Uh, <coughs> uh, you know, it's, it's not just, I mean, as, as Ajit rightly pointed out, that even if we, say, stretch it over a period of one year, the entire, entire Champions League, or, or eight months, how many, you know, I mean, most of the countries are playing cricket. I mean, most of the stars will be busy either with bilateral test series or, or you know, I mean, playing some league or the other. So where, where do we have that gap? I mean, it, 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 it requires a lot of uh, thinking, actually. Mm. But, but, but as I said, I mean, the, the, the premise was very nice. Let's
1: hope it works out. Uh, for in my book, for the, uh, for such a concept of over tournament over a year to work out, um, even the individual individual uh, T20 leagues will, would have to be played over the year because cricket fans are just not used to the concept of international cricket going on, and then um, uh, individual uh, league games then going uh, have been being uh, played in between. That's just not how it works. Uh, cricket is all about international <laughs> cricket, and then you have a specific window for these leagues. So that's how uh, uh, cricket fans' mindset works, which is not how football football fan think, fans think. They, they think on the lines of leagues throughout and then there's an international break and players are then uh, sent to the national teams and then the, uh, uh, more the fans are really, uh, really for some of them, not all of them, uh, fear is that w- what happens when they come back from international duty. Are they injured? Are, have they been worked too much? Has, um, have they put in some? Have they been put in some uh, other position than the normal ones, which has ruined the game? Something. So those are the narratives work uh, which work in football, but they don't uh, do in cricket. And um, it basically it has to be forced down the throat. And uh, once that becomes a norm, only then I I, I believe uh, it can be um, uh, we can have a situation where again uh, Champions League T Twenty is. Uh, uh, played throughout the year uh, or maybe as a part of the year uh, where, where it fit, uh, fits alongside uh, the international calen- uh, calendar, that again would uh, require a collective effort from all boards, uh, all of them involved um, uh, ha- being on the same page. Uh, that again would pour, would uh, bring up another problem which we are facing right now in, the, in international cricket where it's gci versus everyone else. And uh, do you really think when it comes to the, fi- uh, the finances or something like a Champions League T20 in uh, <coughs> uh, 2008 and 9 it was all about BCCI and they got everyone on board because it was, there was one Mr. N. Srinivasan uh, at that point. But now the scenario has all changed. It's or um, everyone for themselves now Mm. uh, whether there there can be any consensus on something like a T20 league because we are not even having a consensus um, for international ICC sanctioned tournaments right now because we are having news of uh, India contemplating uh, uh, pulling out of uh, international commitments in such a scenario where where, uh, what uh, hope does a T20 tournament have. I think it shows us just from talking there how busy the cricket
0: calendar is already, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> it's madness. But, and it's not going to stop for us anytime soon, is it? I mean, <laughs> got more IPL to be doing tonight. Yeah. But, guys, thanks, thanks again as ever for, for joining us. And thanks to everyone for listening. Again, you can subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes. All of that you'll find on the sport 60com page for this podcast. Thanks, guys. And until next time. Thank you, Barney. See you. Thanks, everyone, for listening in.